Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Wellness with Liz Earle. And today we are returning to the world of beauty with leading London facialist Abigail James as we talk specifically about some of the strategies and treatments we're more likely to turn to as we age. Yes, we're going to be chatting Botox, retinoids and much, much more. Abigail, welcome back. Oh, it's great to be back. And I am thrilled that in this issue of the current issue, if you're listening in kind of real time of Lizelle Wellbeing, we've got a real beauty special going on talking about Botox and retinol and retinoids and so many things that have become kind of common mainstream beauty for more mature skin. So I wanted to talk to you as an insider as to get to get your view really on what you thought about all of these I'm sure as a facialist you will have seen some really good results you will have probably seen some horrors in your salon how do you think it's evolved over the years so the beauty industry it's dramatically changed over the years um you know in in my sphere as a facialist you know I'm not a dermatologist uh the the line between what a derm and someone like myself is doing is it's really blurring actually um and i think some of the whether it's ingredients like the retinols whether it's the injectables or the equipment the advances that have happened in all of those spheres over the past decade Mm. is phenomenal and it's actually making them more effective more comfortable um you know giving giving a better result which it it's making it more accessible um, to, to to you know the, the general mm. public. Yeah. I was talking to an ophthalmic surgeon recently, and he was saying that in the future we simply won't have aging skin, because there will be so many advances in things like the retinols and the use of immunotherapy and light treatment or whatever it is that actually nobody will be going or even thinking about going under the knife or having any kind of extreme form of of care because we'll just get that on a daily basis, which is quite extraordinary to think about it, that we simply potentially won't age or won't look as if we're ageing. Yes, is the answer, but I I suppose there might then end up becoming a more visible divide of who can afford those types of treatments. Yeah, because they're not cheap, are they? They're not. They're not, you know, there's no denying that actually they're not. Well, having said that, let's talk about retinols first, perhaps, because that is probably the most inexpensive 
yes. of all of them. I mean, there are, there are two kinds, aren't there? There's the kind that you need to go to a dermatologist or, or, a, or a cosmetic doctor and get prescribed. Yes. So you've got to pay for your consultation and then you have to pay for your product, which would be quite expensive. Or you can go into a high street store and you can get off the shelf... I mean, all the brands are doing it, L'Oreal and Olay, and I mean, they've all got some form of, of retinols. What What's your view there, and what is it that we're putting on our skin, and why? Okay, so there's also an in-between bracket, actually. So you've got your, your doctor, your high street, and then your clinic. Ah, so someone like you. Yes. Okay, so tell us, talk us through the three options. So your, so your doctor is usually something like a tretinoic acid. So that's almost, when retinol, there's... Do you know what? It's a minefield and it's going to be very difficult to explain in a simple yeah. version. Okay, so, and we are going to put all this information, by the way, on our podcast notes. So don't go rushing off to reach for a pen and paper. Yes, Because no, it will all don't. be there. It'll all be downloadable and you can re-listen again if you need to. But we, we will put everything that we talk about on our notes. Okay, so there's almost like the end form is a tretinoic acid. So Is that like Retin-A when that first came out? Yes. And that's kind of when a retinoid, vitamin A, is absorbed into the skin, it actually has, has to go through a number of changes to get to the tretinoic acid for it to have a physical effect. Okay, so that's where your prescription is kind of direct. It can be aggressive because it's that direct it's form. going right through the skin, that's no having question. that immediate mm -hmm impact and okay. you might be prescribed that for something like acne for yeah, example as, yeah. as a teenager you might first start your journey with retinoids through, through a prescription for acne yeah you might do you know that that's what it's it, it is well known for for that and actually um thinking of um i suppose anti-aging ingredients the fda the american mm, american drug agency yes yeah. they actually i think they only recognize two anti-aging ingredients one of them is retinol and the other is sun protection. Um, you know, so as being the two things that actually work. Yes. On a, on a, as far as they're concerned. To use yeah. the aging, yeah. the aging term. Um, mm. So, you know, you've got your medical, which is your, your immediate mm. impact. And interesting, it's not just acne, is it? You've got one ingredient there, but it can also be used for very mature dry skin for yeah. aging. Oh, so yeah, totally. treating wrinkles and treating acne with the same ingredient, which is quite an extraordinary concept. Isn't it? Well, it's, it's kind of... It is speeding up cell turnover. So you've almost got younger skin closer to the surface really um and that's where for example it can you know it, it potentially thins the skin mm -hmm. um, and you can give yourself quite easily a skin peel and right. this is where someone will say oh, i'm allergic to retinol it's because they've possibly bought something off the shelf they've used it too quickly without the correct guidelines and they've given themselves a skin peel and thought I've reacted to it. I'm never going to use it again. Yes. Um, so that's where you you need to know how to use retinols. Because I've heard that this process called retinization, which can take about six weeks to get your skin used to using. I guess it's just acclimatizing to, to using a retinol, where yeah. you start off with a small amount. I will be really honest with you here. I'm often not good at reading instructions. And I was given, I was prescribed actually, because we've written about it in the magazine. I wanted to try it for myself. So I, I was prescribed a fairly high strength um, retinol product. Didn't read what mm -hmm. it said on the box put a large dollop in my hand, okay. rubbed it all over my face and wow. neck, and of course woke up the next morning with my skin 
kind of peeling off. Yes. Um, and talking to a lot of girlfriends in the beauty business, they said, oh my goodness, that is such a basic error. What you have to do is use a tiny pea-sized amount and you distribute it evenly over your face. Avoiding not your eye area. Avoiding <laughs> eyes and avoiding nostrils so that the eye area doesn't sort of peel or yes. anywhere that feels quite fragile. And then you gradually build it up. And then after six weeks, your skin has is better able to tolerate. Yes the retinol and so I'm, I'm actually still kind of getting there with it I'm very interested in this as a as an ingredient because I think potentially for wiping away wrinkles it, it could be it's great it, yeah, it is great a, a really useful thing to add into your existing skincare regime definitely and it's not to be scared of um, so how do you use it in the salon so that so we talked about the sort of doctor prescribed yep. stuff and, and the scary stuff which is the one that I've of course leapt with both feet straight into the next stage down would be to go and see a facialist yes someone like you what are you working with so a number of different professional clinic only skincare brands they have you can get a one percent retinol you can get a 0.25 a five a one but they will be um from a professional who might then be advising you on your home care telling you how to use it exactly <laughs> yes very important yes and you know the formulations they they work they do work um you know it each brand will be formulated in a very different way. What do you look for as, a, as an aesthetician? For me, I still like the clean cosmeceuticals. Um, you know, there's a couple of brands that I, I personally choose to, to work with. Um, I like Medicaid. They've got a huge variety of different retinols. Mm. Uh, Illumier, I love their retinols. Um, and when you say clean, they're sort of formulated with fairly few ingredients. They're, they're, they're purposely not putting synthetic fragrance in. They're Fine. possibly yeah. paraben-free. Um, they're not using sodium lauryl sulfates. They won't be using mineral oils. So some of those key mm -hmm. things that we might like to see out of a cleaner skincare range. Mm -hmm. So they're not organic, but they're still going to a lot of trouble with their formulations right. to be what I would call more body kind. Mm -hmm. But they've still got the retinol, so they've still got the peeling ingredients and everything else. And also, I think, am I right in saying that some of them are buffered or different forms of retinol? Yes. So there's always new things coming out. There's no one retinol. There are many kinds. No, exactly. So, you know, there's a new wave of retinols because traditionally, and I still like the messages and will advise people to use their retinols in the evening. Why is that? Retinol can take up to five hours to fully absorb. It is sun sensitive. Yeah, you've um, got to use a sunscreen, haven't you? If you're yeah, using it's like retinol. the law. You just right, need to. Okay. It is. Okay? It's like your seatbelt. Yes. You, you've got a retinol. Yes. That's if it. You've got sunscreen. a retinol. You've got. To, uh, but I still see people who've bought something off the shelf. And they don't know that, mm. that, you know, so you're almost potentially opening yourself up to, to more skin damage sure. by not using a sun protection in conjunction so with... So you used it at night. So is it last thing? Would you use, say, say you clean your face before going to bed, and yep. you, would you then use a moisturiser? No. You wouldn't. So that would That would be quite scary it... for me because my skin is so dry. I, I couldn't imagine going to bed without a moisturiser. Okay. So uh, that would almost create a buffer on the surface of the skin that would potentially uh, prevent or mm. dramatically yeah, slow down the absorption that. and the effectiveness. Could I use it. a retinol and then put a moisturiser over the top? You could. You could is the answer. 
Um, I guess try it and see. Yes. See how your skin reacts. Um, but my my ideal would be on the nights that you're using retinol. Cause so not every night then? You might build up to that. Right, okay. So again, if you were kind of a newbie to me mm -hmm. advising you on retinols, yep. I'd be saying, okay, let's start you on a point a 0.25%. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you to use this every three nights. Uh, on the nights that you're not using your retinol, you might be using a different, maybe that's your night where you use your hydrating serum and your moisturisers and maybe peptides or AHAs or something right, else. Right, pack all your moisture into the yes. other nights. But then after a week, I want you using it every two nights. And then potentially, you know, in a month's time, you're then using it every night mm. if the skin is tolerating it. And are you not using it around the eyes at all? How, how how close can you take them to the eyes? You can go up to the, I suppose, just, it's almost where the skin changes uh, to the more delicate. So yeah. you can, crow's feet, definitely. That's I where you want it. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't go eyelids, but you will right. find that the retinol travels inwards. And I've done it myself where I kind of wake up with, you know, delicate eyes, like these bloodshot eyes. migrate anyway. Yeah. So it will migrate in. And neck and upper chest area? Yeah, so again, the neck, the skin on the neck can be a little bit more delicate. Yes, quite so. So just be conscious mm. of that. And upper chest is such an area prone to crepiness and sun damage. Yeah. Is that quite a good area to target with retinol? It is. I'd probably, again, go a lower level retinol. So if you're kind of using your retinol all over your face every night if you built up to that maybe it's the neck and decollete that you're doing still once every three mm. and using the moisturizers in between okay. that interesting what about backs of hands because I, I mean i do get age spots so i'm quite conscious that my hands are aging would you use the same product or, or do you I get different wouldn't. products because we're constantly washing our hands we haven't got that constant sun protection on the the, the backs of the hands mm. so i'd be more conscious of not do it. I'm, no, I'm going to tell you not to do that. I'm not going to do it. Okay. okay. I won't do it then. But then once you've kind of, from the face point of view, once you've maybe worked through your 0.25. Yes. I'd then be going, right, let's step it up. 0.5. Mm -hmm. If you're going on holiday, I'm then saying, let's drop it out totally. So if you're going into a sunny, hot, yes. sunny holiday. If you know you're going to be in the sun, mm. drop it out ideally two weeks before you go. Really? Yep. And then um, you can just pick it up again when you get back or reintroduce it. Reintroduce it. Yeah. Again, ideally, it's at least that kind of week to two weeks after. Okay. Um, so it's something that you would pretty much, barring your holiday time, be using year round? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, the other new wave, I say new, it has been the technologies have been around for years, is encapsulated retinol. So if we think of our medical retinol that sinks straight in, yeah, and could create a reaction in the skin, there's new formulations where your retinol is encapsulated. Mm. So it's then a slow release. So you, you've got less chance of a reaction, a yeah. redness, a skin peel. Um, and some of those types of products are said that they could be applied morning and night. Interesting. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And supposing you have an issue like rosacea or eczema or psoriasis, is this something that could help or hinder? So me personally, you know, I could be wrong. Maybe a dermatologist would say different. Mm. I wouldn't be suggesting it for a psoriasis or an eczema. Um, That's a totally different thing. However, someone with with a rosacea... If we can almost support the skin health and the barrier function, actually getting a mild retinoid in for them is potentially going to be helpful, but it's not the first product for them. We've we've got to do a whole load of other healing first before we can kind of get that in. So we've talked about doctor products, um, facial salon prescribed products, and uh, the last lot is either high street or department stores, because I think all the big expensive brands have some form of retinol based product i mean probably not all but you know the majority do do these days seem to be having something they do um so again it is getting retinol into your home routine i think it's that bracket that you're you're more likely to have not problems with using but it's then whoever's kind of picked that off the shelf mm. they don't know how to introduce it slowly they, i guess somebody a beauty consultant would be able to help maybe. that would be the ideal yeah yeah have it, have it shown to you and then of course moving on from there you go into one of the big you know sort of chemist chains and there'll be these you know big brands olay i think nivea i mean i'm, I'm speaking off the top of my head but l'oreal you know that the much that the big budget type brands yes even they have retinol products now yes well a very well-known um Number seven product mm-hmm. um, has retinoids in it. Mm. Um, y- you know, so that they've been probably in your home care for a long time without realizing. Ah, okay. So they haven't actually identified and flagged them by saying, "Oh, tada! This is a big retinol product." No, but they're in there because they work. Yes, um, I think also from those off the shelf that you can buy, um, some brands it might say on the front. I don't know, a 2% retinol, okay? Mm. But it's it's a blend of retinoids and vitamin A's, 
which might build up to a 2%, but actually from that true sense of a clinic or a medical, it's nowhere near it. It's more like no. a 0.05%. You know, this is so interesting, and I don't know quite how we get around this. I know when we were writing the feature for the magazine on retinoids, we spoke to all the PR companies mm. and PR agencies for the big brands and trying to get them to reveal yes. what the what percentage actually is, actually is yeah. of what particular ingredient. It's really hard because, as you say, they might say this is retinol, but what form of retinol yes. and what percentage? Yes. Um, and is it buffered with something else that, that changes that percentage? So it is, it's a really hard place to navigate, isn't it? I guess the only way to do it is by referral from a friend, a trusted friend who's tried something or you try it for yourself if it's not too expensive and yeah, see how you get on. Potentially. I mean, I, you know, for example, if I get a new client come to me mm. and, you know, on their form, I'm asking what are they using? And they might say, oh, I'm on a 4% retinol. I'm like, oh my goodness. 4% is high. Yeah, that's like, Massively high. That, that's like ridiculous. But it's something that they bought from the high street. That says it's 4%. Yes. So when I'm suggesting, actually, can we swap that for a 0.25 of proper, they're like, well, I'm kind of, you know, I'm almost being undersold something here. Yes. But so then there's an educational piece that you have to do yeah. to, you know, to encourage them in the right way. Um, really yeah, very so it, is a, it and, is a minefield. And, and lots online, and we'll certainly be adding lots in our podcast notes on that. So moving on from retinoids, and these are, I suppose, the sort of entry level, if you like, products, perhaps for addressing aging in, in mature skin. And you've got different approaches, high street salons, derms or cosmetic doctors to then look at things like the injectables. Yes. And this is something that definitely has to happen within, within a clinic setting. So we're looking at fillers and Botox. Yes, uh, I mean you can obviously you can still have Botox in lots of different places. You can know, you? Hairdressers, you, you, so you can, no. You can have. Can anybody inject you with Botox? You. You can very easily do a course, as in. Okay. That gives a you a very short course. Right. Or let's talk about days rather okay. than longer. That's quite scary. It is. Mm. Um. You know, you obviously do, that practitioner needs to be able to get insurance to be able to practice and everything mm. else. Uh, but it is it is relatively easy to get a qualification to enable you to get insurance to do that. Mm. And I remember you know, working as a beauty editor decades ago when Botox really first came out and everybody was very worried about it because it was, you're injecting a toxin in the skin. But I think as the decades have gone by, we have seen that it is safe. Yes. I don't think there is a safety issue with no. it necessarily. And it's actually, Botox, it, it, you know, we're obviously talking about the skin rejuvenation, you know, mm. benefit of it. But it's actually used in other medical spheres for other, you know, excessive sweating. Yes, uh, you can have your armpits Botox. Yeah, or, you know, even your, your palms. Some people suffer with really? excessive sweating in their palms and it's quite debilitating. Yeah. So for them, it can be life-changing. Yeah. Or someone with migraines, you know, certain Injecting muscles. Injecting the muscles in the back of your neck because it's, it's really paralysing those muscles, isn't yeah. it? That's how it's working. So, and I'm sure there are others that, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm totally unaware of, but actually Botox, it's actually been proved to have lots of other medical mm. benefits. Um I think it got a bit of a bad name in the early days because people were using such high levels and totally freezing their faces. Yes. So you became like a wax dummy that you, you, you simply couldn't move. 
No, and I don't know whether many people would aspire to that kind of no. look now. No, well, I, I mean, I've heard of film directors, you know, having riders in their scripting when they're casting actors saying, you know, no Botox because we, we need you to be have an expressive face. We yes. need you to be able to show surprise or empathy or, yes. or laughter or whatever and have that on your face when it's blown up on a big screen. Yeah. The other thing with Botox, because I think... You could be in your 20s and go, oh my goodness, now I'm never going to touch it. And then as soon as you start seeing the ageing process, you go, actually, maybe mm, I will. Hold on a minute. <laughs> maybe I will. Um, I'm, you know, if, if you're concerned about it and you're thinking about it, do your research on it so mm. that, you know, if you're going to, I'd say, have a play with it. Um, the thing with Botox is it wears off the effect of it will wear How off. How long can you expect it to last? It wears off quicker than you would expect. Like, um, are we talking, it, what, weeks, months? Months. I, uh, by kind of four months, most most of its main impact is probably gone. Right. Um, so it, it's something you've got to maintain, so that's an yeah, expense, clearly, yeah. if you're going to go into that. Yeah. Um, and you can, when you're, you know, if you do choose to have it done... Um, if it's a good practitioner, they will always get you back in for a complimentary two-week zhuzh, tweak. Oh, to see how it's worked. Yes, right. you can get a heavy brow. You can maybe get one brow lifting slightly more than the other Ooh, and a few little scary. tweaks. Mm, yeah, exactly. Okay. That can be scary because, oh my goodness, this, this and what is not of, my what, face. what sort of effects can, can we see? I mean, presumably you have, you know, you see lots of clients who've had Botox. Yeah. What sort of differences can it make to the face? It can. It can give you a rejuvenated healthy i know that you mm. know yeah look it can so it's taking away wrinkles what on the forehead i think that's where it's best placed right. the forehead you know some people uh some of my clients have chosen to do it they do mm. do it yeah um and especially where you've got the deep 11s line so between the brows some people so the two feel... furrows between your eyebrows. Yes, so the frowny vertical, kind of... Okay, 11. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, it is an 11. The 11s, isn't it? Yes. Um, so it'll, it'll fill those or take them away, it remove will, them? It will totally... Depends on the depth of them. Mm. You know, I'm not a Botox practitioner. I, d I don't choose to, yeah. to, you know, do that. Um, but it, it can really soften mm. someone's expression. And I know some ladies there... They're actually worried that they look a bit angry. Yes, no, I've got absolutely. I've got a good girlfriend who has those exact eleven lines, elevens lines done. Yeah, and she no longer looks cross all the time. Yes, so it's it has actually been very transformational for her. Yes, so you know, it, as much as it's about anti aging and facial rejuvenation, it if someone's really concerned that they they they're holding an expression that isn't kind or something, sure. it can make a big difference for sure. them. And what about fillers? Because that's working in a different way, isn't it? That's using... Totally. Is it hyaluronic acid? That's... It all depends. So again, fillers, you know, decades ago uh, were just horrendous. Is it like sort of collagen or silicon yeah. rubber type thing? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows <laughs> what they were injecting in some cases? Um, you know, I have seen some horrendous mistakes mm. when it comes to some fillers um again the newer generation of the hyaluronic acid which is basically kind of putting it, it's filling internally whereas botox is 
impacting on the muscles. So Botox stops the muscles working. Yes, it so stops you, you get them your, from moving. Right, so you, you would reduce a wrinkle by not actually having it being able to wrinkle. Yes, basically. Paralyzing and the, the thing with Botox, they are kind of saying now almost as a preventative type, but mm. I think there's a real fine barrier. You know, 20-year-olds, you don't yeah. need Botox. Yeah. I actually got called out on Twitter because in, mm. in my book, I kind of say in my 20s, just don't do Botox. You're beautiful. You don't need it. Yeah. And a derm who is obviously practicing, you mm. know, in Botox, yeah. um, she actually called me out on who is this uneducated person saying that we don't need Botox. And I'm in your 20s. You don't yeah. need... I stand by that. You yeah. don't need it. You're absolutely beautiful. Um, but, you know, there is that element. If it could be used as a preventative when you're seeing those lines you know appearing yes but i don't know you know there's a balance there to, and there's to also had. a cost because a if you're going cost. to start in your 20s you're going to be spending a lot of money yes. over your life absolutely in in keeping it going yeah and the same with fillers do they how long do they last in the place do you know i don't know enough about the length of the individual fillers and mm. how long you know again it's not a permanent no you so know, that they do you, get absorbed don't they, they do um, so it is a case that you potentially need them redoing. Mm. I think that potentially the, I'll say mistakes I've kind of seen with fillers is where you're probably redoing them too soon and you're almost altering a face that's already been altered. And right. that's where the face can start looking a little bit unnatural. I mean, I've seen some, some people in the media who have these sort of chipmunk plumped up cheeks yes. and and lips yes and and i think maybe i mean i'm probably you know not correct in saying this but in 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 the states it seems to be particularly in the west coast there is this really set look mm. of a lot of filler and big big lips that kind of you see before you even see the rest of the person you see this pair of lips coming towards you but I think maybe that's getting less now. Maybe people, maybe we're scaling back, just as people are talking about having baby Botox, yep. which is tiny little amounts. Yeah, I yes, I think we are being more realistic. Do you see that in your in your practice? Because I know you treat a lot of A-listers and celebrities, and are you seeing less so, extreme? Definitely. I also think that a lot of my clientele, they are not necessarily the Botox and fillers type of client you know mm. I'm, I'm known for the more natural let's age well yes. let's work with ingredients and technology mm. so I actually I have a number of actresses who fully appreciate that their career if they do something that's going to impact on you know whether it's freezing their face or there's a, yeah. uh, um, something that's not worked well mm. their career is it, it's over. Yeah. So they they very much appreciate the other things that we can do in treatment. Mm. To st they still look glowy and young and youthful, and we're we're having that age preventing treatments. But there's there isn't that risk of losing their job over it. <laughs> well, <laughs> fair enough. And I think that's probably where we should end it here because there's so much to say. I'd love you to come back 
Abigail and chat to us perhaps about the other things that we can do like lasers all this extraordinary still so much to talk about still so so much much. oh my goodness that's why we just love the whole world of beauty and we Mm. just love having you here and having you as our columnist in the magazine as well so thank you thank you and if you would like more information and the links and notes to everything that we've been talking about today you will find these in our podcast notes and you can download these free of charge over on lizardwellbeing.com you'll also find lots more from the lovely Abigail in the latest issue of Lizelle Wellbeing magazine and as I'm sure you probably know by now she is our regular beauty columnist and has a great section called Ask Abigail which is also a really good Q&A. If you'd like to you can sign up to our free weekly newsletter which is packed with well-being news, latest recipe ideas, offers and lots of beauty advice too. So until the next time we chat, go well, bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.